This podcast is made possible by supporters like you. Mahalo. And by Atlas Insurance Agency, Hawaii's largest professional agency, helping Hawaii navigate insurance solutions since 1929. More at atlasinsurance.com. Aloha my kako. Welcome to a new episode of What School You Went? We start every conversation with that question. I'm Ron Mizutani, and today we're going to be talking about one of Hawaii's most recognizable talents in Hawaii's urban scene, a triple threat, if you will. And we're talking about Hawaii-based rapper I.A. Now, there's more to this young man than just two initials. I want to welcome Jordan Salud to the program. Welcome to PBS Hawaii, my friend. Right on. Thank Good you Good to have you me. here, brother. It. Thank you. Uh, before we get into it any further, what's going on? Um, so a lot of people don't know this, but I went to Bonita Vista High School in um, San Diego. And that's because I was born here in Hawaii. And then when I was five, we moved up for dad's boxing career. So I got to broaden my horizon a little bit and go to uh, high school in San Diego. In San Diego, yeah. home of the? Barons. The Barons. Yes. Sing me a song from your alma mater. Oh, I, I, I can tell you, I can sing Nana Cooley's one. For real. Hanalee, we're close. Nana Cooley, Nana I should have asked Dad to do that. We, yeah, you forget already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most guys, they, I, don't, I don't know it. Of course, you're talking about Dad. Dad is Jesus Salud. Yes. You know? Um, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. The champ. You call him the champ. Uh, we call, I mean, dad, most dad, you know, yeah. champ. Um, a lot of the um, public will see him and call him champ, yeah. but to me, he's dad. He's dad. Yeah. What was it like growing up with knowing that your father, or or did you even realize how special your dad was? Not just to Hawaii, but all across the world. Um, you know, I think I, I growing up. So my sister was she was younger, so she wasn't she didn't live in the in like the biggest moments where she was aware. So I'm very thankful and blessed I got to be fully aware at an age where I was aware of everything that was going on, the popularity, um, the branding. Um, I was aware of it, but I guess you could say I was aware but not aware. Mm -hmm. As a kid, I was unconscious, uh, unconscious of, of the limelight. I just knew that this is what Dad did. I know he's a, he's a, a star. He's in the limelight. But... Still, to me, as a kid, you know, we'd be amongst celebrities and stuff or be in places and news outlets, TV. And it was just like, that's job, that's job yeah. you know. I wish, looking back at it now, I wish I had a camera with me and took pictures of all these moments or I had, you know, like you guys were speaking in the podcast previously. I wish we had, kind of had smartphones so I could record all these moments because there's so many moments and stories that, you know, nowadays I can only go up based off memory. All right. I mean, you're talking about moments with Oscar De La Hoya and oh, yeah. some of the biggest names, not just in boxing, but... Yeah, period. You know, your dad was a star. Yep. He really was, and he still is in my eye, but, but he really was. A, in his heyday, he was a huge name in the world of boxing, and not just in Hawaii. I mean, the Philippines. I mean, everybody loved Jesus Salud. There's a tremendous responsibility that dad really did a great job um, managing that and at the same time protecting his family. Oh, yeah, right? definitely. And I want to ask you about that because that's a question that a lot of folks are going to ask. So did you box? I mean, I get asked that all the time. Yeah. I mean, you know, like we said earlier, you know, I, I'm a lover, not a fighter. But, you know, I was raised in the gym. I'm not saying I'm going to, I can beat anybody up, but that made my sister and I well aware of how to protect ourselves. But he wanted us to pursue other things. So 
box professionally, competitively, no. But I was raised in the gym, so I guess everybody else can make the assumption after that. I'll leave it at that. That's like, that sounds like fighting words to me, you know? so I'll avoid that conversation. But you turned to music and early <clears throat> in your life, yeah. right? I mean, uh, from what I understand, I mean, young, eight years old, such, you already were writing music. How did, I, how did you discover that part of you was uh, who you wanted to be and, and, and could be? Um, well, <clears throat> my, my parents are both young parents, so during the time when they're, growing, they're raising me, they're still hip to pop culture. Um, my mom was very into music, Cleaning the house every Sunday, she would always play music. You know, Prince, Michael Jackson, um, the Jets, of course, mm -hmm. big Jets fan. And um, my mom's brother, her baby brother, got into music when he was just out of high school. And um, as tapes transi transitioned over to CDs, he gave me all his old tapes. Just so happened, all the tapes were LL Cool J, Fat Boys, Big Daddy Kane, Eric B and Rakim. So I had a little play school karaoke machine and I would play the tapes and, and there was a mic on there and I'd sing to the music. And I mean, that's kind of where the fascination started. And that same uncle, my mom's brother, um, he got a chance, he, he, he was also, he was a, a hip hop artist from here in Hawaii. Um, and they got opportunity to audition for the movie House Party 4. So that's kind of where my fascination started with you know, the whole music thing. Like really early. Yeah, and then really by the early. time you got to high school, you, you, you guys had a band. or you, I was full, I mean, you know, full-fledged. I mean, for, you know, the hip-hop aspect, you know, we're battling, you know, kind of like how the movie 8 Mile is. Um, I was making instrumentals and, and making our own songs with my friends. And I was just so into the culture, not just the, you know, the, the rapping part, but I was tried being a DJ, I tried doing breakdancing, I tried being you know, a graph artist, and I just kind of gravitated more being an MC. In 07, you had your, your first album. Yes, correct. Right? By then, were you already the acronym I-8? Hold on, let, wait a second. Ron, let me stop yeah. you for a second. Can I just live in this moment real fast? Please. Like everybody on this podcast, I'm sitting here next to my dad. I'm across from one of the greatest media anchors ever in Hawaii, Ron Mizutani, like... I'm so like in awe right now because you're saying stuff about like my the music and like saying like hearing you say your first album was in 2007 like I'm blown away like Mr. Mizutani is saying that about about <laughs> you know about this and you know I I say that because this has been a long journey and a, yeah. it's been hard to get the people of Hawaii to accept this platform and this creative platform of, of this genre of music mm -hmm. so I sorry I just had to stop you and yeah, I, I had to kind of live in that moment I, I for a thought second. Joe Moore was sitting here I, no, I was no, like who's no, he talking no, about no, it? No, no, no. <laughs> you know what I mean no, I appreciate that it means a lot to me and that also means that bro you, you and I owed Jesus <laughs> 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 okay Jesus salute his dad is uh, sitting right next to Jordan and and uh, just I love the I love the fatherly son love that I feel right here but thank you I appreciate that IA what does that mean um, that's actually an acronym for my two children's names. Oh. So my son's name is Isaiah. My daughter's name is Aaliyah. And, um, you know, especially with, with, with my genre of music, there's so many, can be so many crazy names and stuff like that. And, you know, my dad raised me on a lot of Hawaii, uh, family values. And, um, you know, he got to represent himself as his name, Jesus Salud. So I want to represent myself with something that was close to my family. And um, it just came as, uh, you know, why not use my, my kid's name somehow? And that's what the acronym stands for. Good for you. Good for you. And you never never swayed from that. You, you've, you've used that. All the way through. All the way through. All the way through. And, and you have had 
a heck of a career, my friend. I mean, for not just the amount of albums that are, do they still call it albums? Uh, yeah, still releases. Call it albums. Yeah, 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 releases. Yeah, because uh, you've had you've been nominated and finalists in the Hoku Hano Hano Awards. I mean, your music gets played beyond just. The, I mean, in radio and what's that like, man? I, 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 I hear what you're saying about hip hop. Yes, because it's taken a while. Yep. and now it's you know it's. I'm learning even more now, even in 2023, that hip hop is very much alive in the islands. I mean, not just break not, dancing and everything. This oh, is yeah, huge. Oh yeah, of course. I mean. And it's the number one genre in the world right now. Um, so it was bound to happen. I mean, maybe I was ahead of my time, but I think I have had to go through that journey and those, and that process, being in the trenches of trying to build it those early years, so I could be now and, and live with it now in this space where I've gone through all those things and I've gone through my life with my dad being, being, being conditioned in the limelight and being able to handle everything that's come along with it. And... Um, Sorry to be long-winded, but um, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just been a, a a crazy journey, and it's it's to hear my music on the radio, and from from the beginning where like you know you start doing music, everybody assumes you say you do music here in Hawaii, it's like Hawaiian island reggae, right? But then it's like oh, I'm a rapper, <laughs> and then you know in the beginning, and you know, 15 years ago when I started. It's like, oh, you're you're a rapper, you know? They 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 kind of associated with so many other things, and it's a mm -hmm. stereotype. So to see like where it's at now, where I can make one phone call to any radio station here, urban station, and say, "Hey, I got a new song out," and boom, it's in rotation on the mix shows. Um, you know, even for like when my music videos release, um, they play it on on the local channels here, and then it's gone so far to where I have a small following in Japan now, wow. um, Taiwan, a West Coast. I've done tours um, alongside, you know. The greats like Fiji, um, Rebel Soldiers, and it's it's accepted. And you know, like that moment in awe I just had with you just now, it's just for me to have that moment on stage and kind of look around like, whoa, this is happening. This is really happening, and and it's happening in my own way. Yeah, you know, I'm not here to be the next Kanye West, Drake, Jay Z. I'm I'm exactly where I want to be and how I want to do it, and that's why I'm just so thankful. Oh, mad respect for you saying it like that too, brother, because it shows in in who you are already and. A lot of that has to do with mom and dad instilling that yeah, definitely. responsibility, pride. And, and, and Nanakuli, the whole sure. family and just that community pride. That's where it all started. And, and Nanakuli's always shown me love. Regardless, you know, I was born there. I didn't go to high school there or school, but because I've made the base when I came back home there, it's just like they take me in as like, you know, pops, you know. Mm -hmm. We got the Hawaiian punch and then we got the combined classic, IA, yeah. you know. Yeah. I hey, so you do music videos. You've had over several dozen music videos. 50, over fifty. I'm, I think I'm at like fifty three now. Wow! And then five albums by now. How many? Six albums. Uh, yes, I'm on my one, two, three. I'm on my fifth album. Fifth I mean, you album. You've opened for huge names in in the business. Chris Brown. Uh, yep. Neo. Um, Drake. Early Drake. early in his career. Yeah. Wayne. Um, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah. Man, classic <laughs> classic guys. I Crazy. Mean, and. <laughs> and to do it here in Hawaii on, on a stage and, and to perform in the Blaisdell Arena where my dad has had some of his biggest fights, I've got a chance to open up and perform in front of sold out crowds. That's and crazy. That's, I, that's I was just a chicken skin moment. Yeah, I just know? had a chicken skin yeah. moment thinking too because in, in, the, in the late 80s, that's where dad was exactly, making a name yes. for himself and here you are playing in the same arena. Yes, uh, yes. Did they call it Blaisdell back then or was it HIC? 
Blaisdell. Okay, yeah. HIC. Yeah, HIC and then Blaisdell. Yeah, the old timers will know what HIC was. HIC, I'm thinking Hawaiian Island Creations. No, 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 it wasn't Island Creations. It was Honolulu International Arena. That was HIC. Center. Center. Look at me, I have my moments. I'm not as sharp as I used to be. But yeah, that is that is a cool story to share. Um, very different from dad's career. Yeah, very different. But yet not. You know, when you think about it, dad was a pioneer as well. I mean, Gannigan set the tone for local fighters, but dad really took it to a different level. You set the tone early in the hip-hop culture in Hawaii back in the early 2000s, and here we are in 23, and it's it's an everyday thing now. I mean, same thing for like yeah. my dad. He had Andy Gannigan. Right. For me, I have guys like, Sudden Rush, right. um, Big T's, um, Cavett, who's works with you guys here. So just just an honor just to keep carrying the torch. And I tell you what, Mr. Bujutani, the next generation of artists here, wow, it's just they've the way they've evolved. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited to see where it's going next. Yeah, hey, we're we're featuring some of them on PBS Hawaii. Awesome, you got to go look at our YouTube page. Yes, definitely. We let them we we let them have that space, and yeah, you know, it's 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 our responsibility as PBS to provide that vehicle for music. I mean, right it's on. not just about Hawaiian music. It's not just about Jawaiian music. Yep. It's hip-hop culture, whether it be Hawaiian style or it, it is a part of who we are. Yes. You know, and, and it's no, no longer... It's a story, storytelling. It's art a storytelling. Story yep. So, yeah, yeah. We, go check it out if you have time. Of course. You probably know all those guys. Yeah, definitely. I, I, got, I got a chance to see yeah. Chris Styles and Crichton Wale right. do their thing on here. It was sick. Yeah. Wait, wait, what is that the right, is that the right word? It was dope. Yeah, it was like, dope. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was dope. Yay. Yeah. You know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna use that excerpt on one of my songs. Now. I got Rod Mizani saying it's dope. <laughs> it's dope. Yeah, I'll give you audio if you want there to. You, you don't even have to copyright it. Uh, but now, triple threat, brother. Now you're acting your local commercials. You had roles on Hawaii Five O, uh, Magnum. I mean, what's next for you? Oh, I'm just. I just want to continue to have fun. You know, like my my dad. He went through the hardest stuff so we could have fun. You know, he, he fought in the ring so we can have a different fight outside, but now we get to enjoy it without getting our face punches in. Fa faces punched in. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy to say, but yeah, man, I just want to continue to have fun and, and like just influence the next generation that like here in Hawaii, we have a story to tell. Like whatever it is you do, creative platform, be who you are and say what you feel and represent the people here because everybody from around the world come here and try to create stories of what they think this place is. So whether it be music, whether it be film, whether it be anything like that, anything creatively, what my job now is in my heart, like you said, Kuliana, is how can I influence the next generation to tell our stories and be prideful on any creative platform that they do and that they excel in and, and keep them pushing that momentum. You know what I mean? Because, you know, we're here. We're st we still exist. Whether you, you're, you're Kanaka Maoli, whether you're Polynesian, you know, a uh, uh, third generation Filipino, Chinese, Japanese, whatever it is, Portuguese, you know, we're all from this place. So let's tell the stories. Let's be in control of our narrative. That's dope. There you go. Good. That's dope. Hey, you, you did good, Jesus. That's a sharp young man. And yeah, going to the ZZ Top, but everybody's crazy about a sharp dress, man. Do me a favor, bro. I'm going to put you in the spot. What's up? Give me a rap. A rap? Give me something. 
<laughs> give, give our audience a little taste of IA. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it simple. So yeah, yeah. IA cruising down the West Side Highway, doing what I wanna do my way, switching two lanes all day. You know it's a uh, 808 all day. <laughs> Come on, Dad. <laughs> Go, Dad. You know, so so I do the rap. He does a shadow boxing. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> wow. What a, what a pleasure meeting you, Jordan. And um, again, I I am. Do me one favor though before yes. we say goodbye. Please don't ever call me Mr. Mizutani again. I, you know, I, I was I was waiting for you to say something because yeah, I was like, wait, should I say uncle? You or? can call me uncle because because my dad is here, so I feel like there's a respect level. That, I appreciate the respect. You know, it, it's it's appreciated. Uncle Ron, cool. Okay, Ron. I mean, we were both adults, right? But I know the uncle part needs to come in. So. And I know on, on your platform, I, I want to be proper. So. Hey. <laughs> but you, hey, what school you went? Hey, I'm, 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 on, I'm on my Uncle Ron. Continued success to you. Thank you. I How appreciate old it. are you, may I ask? How old do you think I am? That's a good question. See, <laughs> I look at Dad and I go, this young man is probably older than he looks, but part of, must be part of your Filipino blood. Yeah, Filipino blood, you know, the water and not a coolie is exactly. just young. But um, my son is 17. Shut the front door. <laughs> uh, I'm 37 years old. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I'm going to be 60. Uh, I know your age because you and me <laughs> close by, but. I'm going to be 60 in May. In May. Oh, pretty soon retire. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Seuss, you got to retire. Jordan, you, you, the water in Nanakuli must be something special. And you know what it is? I've, I've, I've always noticed, like, you know, people ask me, why does your, how does your dad look so young? I was like, Look, when you ever see my dad in public, whenever you ever seen him not smiling. Exactly. Smile every day and be happy. You're going to be youthful. I promise you that. Yeah, and he's smiling right now. Yep. And he's smiling right now. And, um, you know, a lot of folks are smiling for what you both have That's done. Huh? Smile. Yeah, especially after you <laughs> knock somebody in the left field. Yeah. These guys, this is why he boxes. This is why I don't box. Yeah. Who smiles after getting hit in the face? Yeah. He used to drive dad's opponents crazy. Yeah. And then at the end, he's, he's still there with his uh, white pahu colored pants. <laughs> yep. The yellow and green shorts. Not shorts. Uh, trunks. I still remember the, 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 the color scheme that dad wore all the time to their... Were you, were you, at, were you at dad's fight in, in the Blaisdell when, yes. when Lennox Lewis was there? Possibly. Was that an 80? No, that was recent. That was like 99. Oh, no, then I was not there. Oh, okay. I was not there. No. Lennox Lewis. Lennox Lewis. Can I, say, can I tell you, I, I've never told this story on any podcast, but can I tell you a story yes. real quick? Sorry, I don't, yes. I don't want to go no. prolong this if, if you guys got to cut it. So I'll never forget um, the forum in L.A., um, Inglewood. I must have been six years old or four year, four or five years old when was 89 four years old yeah, in 19 in the 1980s I was a huge karate kid fan I just gotta let you guys know that after my dad won the world title in the locker room you know my dad is who he is he's the champ I've never been so starstruck in my life to see <laughs> Ralph Macho to, to oh, s- oh karate kid no to Mr. See, Miyagi Mr. Miyagi <laughs> And the first time I ever meet him Henry. and I smell him, I, I, my mom will always tell me, you know what you told me when you first saw Mr. Miyagi and you hugged him? You said, Mom, 
he smells like beer. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mia, uh, he liked to have a good time. Yeah. I remember yeah, that he, he was a uh, red was, face and yes. laughing, smiling. I remember yeah. hugging my dad, kissing his forehead. Uh, yeah, and it's so funny because he's trying to talk pigeon. Yes. <laughs> it's so funny how he does it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Pat Morita was one to, he, he knew how to throw him down. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Turn this on. Wipe on. Wipe off. Yeah. Right on. Continue success to you. Thank you. God bless your family and, and, and all that you, you have done for this next generation. And what you said and how you articulated that was, was beautiful. I'm a hollow. I appreciate, appreciate the opportunity that. of being here. Yeah. You call Uncle me, Ron. You, you better believe it. As long as you don't call me Kupuna Ron, then we're good. Hey, Mahalo for joining us, folks. Join us next week. You never know who's going to show up as we explore what school you went. Until then, we hope. What school you went is a PBS Hawaii production. Music by Taimane Gardner. If you enjoyed this episode, let us know on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And tell your friends. You can find us on pbshawaii.org and everywhere you get your podcasts.